years ago, I sat down at a table in suburban Toronto and ate a meal that would forever change my perspective on food and Italian cooking. Up until that point, all I knew of Italian cuisine was the heavy meat sauce and garlic bread that my mother would make once every couple of weeks, and of course, pizza. I know now that my mom's sauce was about as Italian as a Hawaiian pizza. It was delicious, unlike Hawaiian pizza, but it wasn't Italian. I left that meal all those years ago, stuffed beyond belief, and with an understanding of the rustic simplicity that is authentically Italian. Looking back on that moment now and reflecting on my career, I can see with absolute clarity that the shadows of that meal still affect how I cook and view food to this day. I'd like to share that meal with you. If it affects you in even the smallest way that it has affected me, it may just change your entire perspective on food and cooking. If that isn't worth five minutes of your time, nothing is. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in Five, and this is an authentic Italian meal, 20 years in the making. The meal. It was August in Ontario. Hot, humid, unbearable. I'd come to Ontario from rural Nova Scotia to spend the summer with my sister and brother-in-law. I was working my first job doing prep and cooking in a Chinese restaurant, and I was having the time of my life. My sister and her husband had a friend who lived just outside Toronto and needed help moving. As an able-bodied 15-year-old, I was pulled in to help carry boxes and furniture. After the move, in return for my help, I was taken to a meal at the family home of Maria the person we were helping move. Maria's family was like nothing I had ever seen. Their backyard was mostly garden. Shading their back deck were grapevines brought to Canada from Italy and used to make the family wine. There was food growing everywhere. In this small suburban backyard, the family grew a large percentage of their food. It was beautiful and a stark contrast to the manicured lawns and concrete beyond the backyard fence, an oasis in the middle of a desert of asphalt. As taken as I was with the garden, it was the preparation of the food that really caught my attention. I stood back quietly and watched as the family worked together to prepare enough food for three times the number of people that would be at dinner. The brother, Dino, was grilling bell peppers and sausages from the local Italian butcher. The father picked fresh vegetables from the garden and took them to the kitchen where Maria and her mother were making pasta and salads. When the family finished cooking, They put the platters of tortellini, spaghetti and pesto, bell peppers, salads, and grilled sausages on their old wooden dining table that creaked under the weight of it all. It was more food than I had ever seen in one place. It was all fresh, light, and simply prepared, colorful and vibrant. It was immediately apparent that what I knew of Italian food was wrong. I dug into my first authentic Italian meal with the hunger and ferocity that only a 15-year-old boy who's been lifting boxes and furniture all day can. I ate everything that was put in front of me. When I thought I was done, a chorus of mangiare would encourage me to eat more and more. I ate until I couldn't possibly fit another bite of food in my body, and then I ate some more. By the time I had actually finished eating, I thought I was going to die, but I was going to die happy. On the surface, it may seem like I ate a good meal, and that's about it. It was a delicious meal, but it was more than that. I grew up eating heavy meat and potato dishes. We always ate well, and my mom took pride in her cooking, and she was good at it. But despite that, food was fuel. Its purpose was to keep us going until the next meal. We got it in us as quickly as we could and then went about our day. This Italian meal was something much different. It went on for hours. 
It was as much about fueling the soul as it was the body. The family talked and joked, enjoyed each other's company. Thinking about it now, I think what struck me most was that this was the first time I saw people eating for pleasure. These people loved food. Their whole way of life was dedicated to it. There was no rush to eat so that they could go do something else. Eating, laughing, and drinking was what they wanted to be doing. That had such an impact on me that 20 years later, I think about that meal at least a few times a week. The meal I'm about to share with you is not the exact meal I ate all those years ago. I honestly can't remember everything that was on the table, but this is as an authentic Italian meal as you're going to find just about anywhere. What you'll notice is that there are very few ingredients in each dish. The flavors are fairly mild and the meal is relatively light. There's nothing fancy about it and there is no pretense. It is good food prepared simply to create a fantastic meal. That's it. Peppers and onions. The first dish is peppers and onions. Remove the seeds and stems from two bell peppers. The color doesn't matter. Slice the peppers about one centimeter thick or half an inch. Peel an onion, white, red, or yellow, and slice it the same width as the peppers. Slice two cloves of garlic as thin as you can. Heat a medium-sized pan over medium heat. Add in two tablespoons of good olive oil. Put the garlic in the pan and cook for about 45 seconds, then add in the bell peppers and onions. Season with a pinch of salt, pepper, and dried oregano. Cook the peppers, stirring every minute or so for seven to eight minutes or until the vegetables are tender. That's it. That's the whole dish. Roasted vegetables. Earlier in the week, um, earlier in the blog, I made a roasted vegetable panini. I had leftover roasted vegetables, so I served those with my meal as well. I just took them out of the fridge. Let them come to room temperature while I prepare the rest of my meal. And you can go to chefsnotes.com slash authentic-italian-meal, and you'll find all these recipes and everything else. And the vegetables were eggplant, zucchini, red onion, red bell pepper, um, and I think that's it. And I just tossed them with olive oil, salt, pepper, and roasted them. Pesto. I made a quick pesto dish of fettuccine noodles tossed with homemade pesto. To make this cook and drain pasta, fettuccine, uh, then toss it with a few tablespoons of pesto. Pesto is one cup of fresh basil leaves, half a cup of olive oil, a quarter cup of pine nuts, one tablespoon of garlic, two tablespoons of grated Parmesan cheese, salt to taste. Put all those ingredients in a blender and puree. Store in the fridge in an airtight container for up to a week. And if you're worried about it going black, blanch the olive leaves by dropping them, in, or the basil leaves, excuse me, by dropping them in boiling water for about 10 seconds and then in ice water. Pat them dry really well, and then make the pesto, as I described, and it'll stay bright green. You just toss pasta with basil, add some extra Parmesan cheese, some salt, pepper. That's it. Again, that's the whole dish. Pasta, pesto, salt, pepper, parm. That's it. Italian sausages. The final piece of my authentic Italian meal is a few sausages. Where I live, excuse me, there is no Italian butcher. And I didn't have time to make the sausages myself, so I bought some mild Italian sausages from the grocery store. Cook them on the grill over medium-high heat. If you can, if not, roast them in the oven on 400 degrees for 20 minutes or until they're fully cooked. What I find works really well is to cook the sausages over direct heat for about five to seven minutes, then turn the center burners off the grill, or uh, excuse me, turn the center burners of the grill to low, put the pan of peppers on the grill in that center spot, and put the sausages on the warming rack above the peppers, put the lid down, and let the sausages cook for another seven to eight minutes. Crank the heat back up to finish the sausages over high heat. 
Now, you don't have to go through this whole process, but essentially what I'm saying is you put the pan of peppers under the sausages, and then any drippings from the sausages land in the peppers. It's really delicious. And that's it. It's just grilled Italian sausages. Conclusion. My authentic Italian meal isn't nearly as big as the meal I ate all those years ago, but it definitely brought me back to that time. What's really crazy is that this meal didn't take long to make. If you already have the pesto made and the vegetables roasted as I did, this meal will take you less than 30 minutes to put together. Actually, less than 20. What's more is that you're going to feel like a king or queen just eating it. And if you don't have the pesto and the vegetables made, add 10 to 15 minutes to it. So, you know, 35 to 40 minutes to make this whole meal. And that's it. Now, if there's a meal that stands out in your life, one that like kind of changed your perspective on everything, I'd love to hear about it. You can tell me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, just at Chef Ben Kelly. Um, yeah, that's it. I hope you enjoyed the post. And again, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly. You can find all the posts and recipes from the blog on chefsnotes.com. And this one specifically at chefsnotes.com forward slash authentic dash Italian dash meal. And I'll share that link in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back on Friday with another fantastic episode of Food in 5. Until then, stay frosty. I don't know why I said that, but you get the point. Have a good one, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.